Thank you for your presence today. God cares for you. Be anxious for nothing. God shall supply all your need. Do not worry about what you will eat, drink, or put on. The promises in these words come from God. If we believe in Him, His word, and His promises, why do we worry? God has everything in control, just as He did yesterday, just as He will tomorrow, and just as He has right now. Listen closely as Pastor Rander encourages us to replace worry with trust. Have your Bible pen and paper handy. Proverbs 12.25 says, Anxiety in the heart of a man causes depression. Did you get that? Anxiety in the heart of a man causes depression. If you keep on being anxious, you're going to anxious and worry yourself right into depression. You don't believe me? You just keep doing it. All right? But a good word makes it glad. I'm so glad y'all came to the house of God this morning because you need this message so you can go out of here free. So, so you can go out of here free. And say, that's why Satan does everything he can to keep you away from God's house because Satan wants you held captive, he wants you in bondage, and he wants you a hot mess. But because you come into the Lord's house on the Lord's day to worship him in spirit and in truth, you can receive freedom and not spiral into worry. Anxious in the heart of a man, a woman causes depression, but a good word makes it glad. My friends, you are wise indeed if you keep company with people who will encourage you with a good word rather than those who are negative, pessimistic, defeatist, or naysayers, which will spiral you into worry, ultimately into depression. You sitting next to somebody, I don't, I don't believe what he said. Don't take all that. I, yeah, I try that. Get your purse, get your Bible, and move from the left side. Go all the way over there, and I'm not going to say nothing to you, but praise God. Don't let nobody underneath their tones to you. The word of God is coming. Yeah, 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 yeah. The truth of God's word says, pack it up. Preach, preacher. Sometimes you have to do a paradigm shift in the Lord's house because you, you, you got some people who snatch your faith in the house of God. You got to be careful where you sit in God's house. Don't forget that the devil comes to church. As a matter of fact, his attendance is better than yours. <laughs> He's here harassing me when you're not here praying for me. Oh, God, help me preach this message. How do we overcome worry? Number four, realize that we are God's children, his prized possession, and are valuable in his sight. Realize that we are God's children, his prized possession, and are valuable in his sight. You say, where do you get that from? Right in the text. Right in the text. Matthew 6, 26. Look at the birds. God, you know, God doesn't say, God doesn't give you some chemistry or trigonometry. He just used plain, ordinary illustration. Look at the birds, y'all. Look at the birds of the air. 
For they neither sow nor reap nor gather into barns. Yet your heavenly father feeds them. Are you not of more value than they? Listen, my friends. Our Lord is saying in this verse, learn lessons from the birds. Look at them. You seen birds fly? Look at them. You seen them bathe and flutter in water? Look at you drop popcorn and then they swoop down and pick up that popcorn. Take it to the tree somewhere. God has provided. I've seen God provide. I say, look at God. And sometimes some of y'all just drop drop the popcorn or drop something. It's oh shoot. I dropped my food. I can't get yeah. Now you know what? I'm from that old school. Y'all know where I'm going with this. I said, Y'all already laughing. I haven't gone there yet. Y'all get so clean when you're in public. But you get home and you drop that good oatmeal cookie or whatever it is on the floor and it's the last one. Pick it up. Lord, take care of it. Oh, it shows is good. Ah, oh, what? Ah, oh, where's another crumb down there? <laughs> Listen, when it's good, you're going to pick it up and say, that's why God gave me an immune system. Lord, kick it in right now. So when you drop popcorn and peanuts and all that stuff around and you your, your, your stuff is just overflowing and it falls, you know what God is doing? God feeding the birds from your clumsiness. He said, look at the birds of the air. Learn lessons. So they do not worry about where their next meal is going to come from, nor do they stockpile for the future. You know, the scripture says, nor reap, nor gather into born. I've never seen a bird with a savings plan. <laughs> a bird that have 401k, they don't have a refrigerator, two refrigerators, they don't have a deep freeze stocked up with six month worth supply of T-bone steaks. They don't have any of that. I've never seen a little birdie with a savings program. They don't stockpile for the future. They just live from day to day, flying around in search of food that God ultimately supplies. We must come to the conclusion that if God provides for the birds, he will take care of us because we are his children and more valuable than birds because we are the crown of his creation. God created us in his very image and likeness. He said, now, if I take this, I take care of the birds. Man, you're more valuable than the birds. When I made you, I said, it is very good. Won't I take care of you. Number five, how do you overcome worry? Instead of worrying about anything, we must pray about everything. Instead of worrying about 
anything, we must pray about everything. Prayer is so vital to extinguishing worry. The less we pray, the more we worry. The more we pray, then we're going to find out that we will worry less. Ephesians 6, 18a says, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit. Philippians 4, 6, 7 says, be anxious. In other words, don't worry for nothing. Nothing. My child is going AWOL. Nothing. My child is living worse now than ever before. Nothing. I got something going on in my body that my spouse don't even know about. Now listen, don't say it, but I'm not going to worry about it. Now listen, don't go there either. If something's going on in your body, God is speaking to you to, to start sitting there worried about it, talking about, well, I'm going to just pray it away. You can just pray it away. Listen, pray and go to the doctor. Pray and go to the doctor, right? Pray and go. Pray and go. Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your request be made known unto God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. I love this little saying. Why worry when you can pray? Just trust Jesus. He'll be your stay. Don't be a doubting Thomas. Rest fully on his promise. Why worry, 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 worry when you can pray? My friends, refuse to treat prayer like a spare tire. You don't use a spare tire, don't you? You only take it out when you have a flat, when you need it. Refuse to treat prayer like a spare tire, only praying in emergency situations. Storm-proof your life through prayer, and you'll be able to weather any crisis that comes into your life. You storm-proof your life through prayer, so when those crises come, you won't fold up, you will hold up. My friend, my friend. Either we learn to pray or we become good at worry. Either you heard and learn to pray or you're going to be good at worry. And you know what? How can you not come to prayer meeting on Wednesdays? Collectively, he said, well, I pray at home. Yeah, you can pray at home. But Jesus also said, my house shall be called a house of prayer. That's right. Listen, if what's going on in this country don't move you to the house of God to pray collectively as a people of God, then what on this earth will? Now, all of y'all, all of y'all not at work. Don't, don't, don't go there. All of y'all, all of y'all are not at home sick and on vacation, uh, uh, going off somewhere on vacation. Some of you miss it and you conveniently miss it and it doesn't either, even bother you. That's a sign of your spiritual condition. That's right. Number six, how do we overcome worry? Spend more time in the good news, which is your what? Bible. Worrying will not diminish in your life until you stop immersing yourself in local, national, and world news. I'm not saying you can't look at it. I look at it. I know what's going on. Then I tell my wife, hey, you ready to cut it off? She said, yeah, cut it off. She always said, cut it off. That's right. 
Because I want to know what's going on. I don't want to be ignorant because I want to pray intelligent, but I don't want to keep just rehearsing, hearing, 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 hearing. Now what this channel say? What that channel say? What this commentator say? What? Get out of it! Get out of it now. Psalms 119, 162 says, I rejoice at your word as one finds great treasure. Great treasure. Great treasure. I used the illustration in prayer meeting a few weeks ago that um, if if I were able to give every one of you who came to prayer meeting this coming Wednesday $1,000 in gold coins, would you be here at prayer meeting Wednesday at 6.30 promptly? Now y'all looking at me like, you, you scared to say, I'm going to pray and get that money. <laughs> so you won't even answer that. But, 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 but the word of, <laughs> that's convicting. But what Psalms 1962 says, I will rejoice at your word as one who finds great treasure. The word prayer and the word of God is valuable. And yet we devalue it with our attendance. With our t- beloved, a renewed passion for the word of God will transform your thinking and is therapeutic for the mind. Now that's big. A renewed passion for the word of God will transform your thinking and is therapeutic for the mind. Saturating your mind with the scripture will heal a worried heart. And and that's why Satan will do everything within his power to keep you from reading, meditating, and memorizing the scripture. Because Satan knows the power of the word. Satan don't want you to rise up and live to your fullest potential. He wants you doomed, damned, and done. He wants to kill, steal, and destroy. And the best way to do it is to keep you from the Lord's house from the Lord's word, from opening your Bible in the quiet time of your house and get feeding on the word of God so that you can be a hot mess. Psalms 119.28 says, My soul melts from heaviness. Strengthen me. According to your word, some of your hearts are heavy. Some of your hearts are so anxious. Some of you, the truth be told, you are in depression as I speak. And this good word that's being preached from the scripture is transforming your minds and being therapeutic to your minds even as you hear the authoritative word of God. For my soul melts with heaviness. And if you keep your mind on all this stuff, on the stock market, on the debt ceiling, and on the furlough, and on this, and on that, your heart just going to melt with heaviness. Got something else I want to tell you. Verse 92 of Psalm 119. Unless your law had been my delight, 
I would then have perished in my affliction. Now, y'all, that is so big. You say, you say that on every verse. Well, it's all God's word. Unless your law, the word of God, had been my delight. You know what? You ought to be so excited to approach the word of God and you ought to be so convicted and so just been out of shape because you didn't get to your word today. When you miss your word in any day, does it bothers you? Does it bothers you when you know that you've allowed your business and your stuff and your work and your responsibility to be put above the word of the living God, my friends? Look what it says. Unless your law had been my delight. In other words, you ought to love the law of God better than the internet. That's right. Better than the cell phone. Better than some puzzle that you work on. Some novel you're reading that's secular. I would then have been, I would then have perished in my affliction. Now I'm going to say something and it's big. The word of God will restrain worry. It's the worry restrainer. It will restrain worry and keep it from destroying your motivation. The word of God will keep worry from destroying your dreams. The word of God will keep worry from destroying God's vision and plan for your life. And let me tell you something. God's word will even keep you from suicidal thoughts. I'm amazed at how many saints who says that they know the Lord that are struggling even by in this audience, by radio and television with suicidal tendencies. And you will be surprised. They are sitting closer to you than you think. And then all of a sudden, I'm shocked. I never thought she had that on her mind. I never thought he was, I, I, he came to church. He had good attendance. I saw him every, I just saw him yesterday. And that's why it is so damnable when you rush out of here to go get in your car so that you won't be in the congestion going out on the streets. You can't shake five hands, at least three, if not two, one. And say, I'm so glad to see you today, whether you know them or not. And how can I pray for you right now? And you are actually pushing someone from going over the edge. We just had a suicide seminar, had good attendance. But based on our church roles, the membership, the people that belong, it could have been far many. You know why some people... Don't didn't come. That, that ain't me. I mean, I'm not suicidal. I ain't crazy. I ain't killing myself. You may not. But what about your child? I know pastors' children in this city that have committed suicide. Could be a brother, a sister, a mother, father, 
an auntie, a close friend, frat brother, sorrow, whomever. Suicide is so close. So maybe you won't, and I hope you won't, because God gave you life, and he knows when to bring you home to glory if you're saved. Now, if you're not saved, you're going to hell. That's your home. So don't say what you don't need. It's not just for you. It's for those who are in your lives on that job, in that community, in your family. It's closer than you think. And if we don't get Jesus to these people, suicide is a very high option. And we need to give these people a good word to push them off of the edge so as not to commit such a heinous sin. And what you need to do is get yourself here and bring three of us with you because somebody is worse off than you than you know. And God is saying, you go be a witness, drag them to church, put them in a car, be a bus ministry, get them here so that you can be an agent of soul winning, healing by getting them to the gospel so that they will be saved. And all God's children say it. Let's pray. Father, it's so much I wanted to say, so much more. But you know when, when we're to stop. Because the truth be told, if the people just live up to what they've already heard, they'll be far better off than when they came in. I pray in the name of Jesus that in this worried, stressful society where people's lives are hanging in the balance, that you, Lord, will use us as your mouthpiece to tell folk about Jesus, to pick them up and bring them to church if necessary. To take them by the hand and say, let's go with me to the house of God. Let's people around them be destroyed. Father, help us not to be so infatuated and fixated on our little cliques and our friends and those we like and those that we don't really talk to about to fall through the cracks, perhaps to their own demise. We ask these blessings in Jesus' name. And all God's children said, I preach my heart out because I love God and I love you and I'm deeply concerned about our spiritual posture in these last day times when so many people are just losing it mentally, psychologically, emotionally, financially, every kind of way. And God brought you here to hear this message to say, I brought you here to hear this word and not just to sit on it and go back home and say, boy, did he preach 
But I really didn't preach if you don't take and apply what you heard so that your life can grow to its fullest potential to the glory of God. Why come this far and not have a church membership just floating around, moving around? Indecisive. You can't get a degree from Trinity University going to UTSA one week and SAC one week and St. Phillips another week and Lakeview another week and then three weeks later you're going back to your class at Trinity. They're going to flunk you good. You got to stay in class, be there on time, do your assignments, be present, and do the requirements. Not on your terms, but on that school terms. And why is it that you think you can act on your terms in the house of God as if you are God, as if you hold a tomorrow in your hand, you can die today and be in a mug by midnight? Why go from church to church? Why go hopscotching all over the place? Nobody can be blessed by your giftedness and nobody's giftedness can be blessed by yours. And you're looking for the perfect church and when you get there, it won't be perfect because you there. God is saying, come home, my child, come home. I love you and I want you now. Whosoever call on the Lord shall be saved. Today is my day. And Satan has, has made enough mess in my life. And it's time for me to come to Jesus now. If you enjoy this kind of biblical teaching or would like to hear this message in its entirety, please visit www.maranathasa.org where you will find an archive of audio messages, service times, directions to the church, upcoming events, and much more. You can also reach us at 210-821-5683. Maranatha Bible Church is located at 7855 East Loop 1604 North in Converse, Texas, 78109, directly across from Randolph Air Force Base.